0: Welcome to the 75th episode of the Cinefessions podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name's Brandon Chowan. Joining me tonight for the first podcast of 2017 is Ash Collins and Mark Nadu. Ash, happy new year to you. How's everything going so far in 2017?
1: So far, it's a lot like 2016, only, <laughs> you know,
0: colder. Colder, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. It's freezing here also. So, Mark, happy new year to you as well. How is everything going for you today? Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Things got better. Right. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear it. So tonight we are starting a brand new arc for a brand new year. We're going to be reviewing through the entire Resident Evil series. And so tonight's review is of the first film from 2002 entitled Resident Evil. We also discussed the films we were assigned from last week's Best in the Backlog Challenge. Moving on to round number 12. So Yeah. Got a lot to do tonight. Let's let's get to it. Before that though, Just a reminder, you can interact with us in a few different ways. You can find us on Twitter at Cinefessions. You can email us at contact at cinefessions.com. You can find us on Instagram now, which Mark is kicking ass at. So definitely follow our Instagram on Cinefessions. And finally, you can leave us a voicemail if you want to be part of an upcoming show at 1-302-448-TALK. That's 1-302-448-8255. We love comments questions, corrections, concerns, whatever, so please reach out to us using any of those services above. You can also like our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash cinefessions and check out our long list of past reviews and all the previous 74 podcast episodes at cinefessions.com. And finally, we're proud to tell you that this episode of the Cinefessions podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible's offering a free audio download with a 30-day trial, so all of our Cinefessions listeners get an opportunity to check out their services. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, or your Kindle devices. So head on over to audibletrial.com backslash Cinefessions to get your free audiobook. That's audibletrial.com backslash Cinefessions. So, gents, we uh, celebrated Christmas and New Year since the last time we talked. So, mm. have two weeks of, of media to talk about. So, Ash, let's start with you. What have you done these past couple weeks? And you can talk about your Christmas, New Year's, anything like that.
1: Um, well, I've been playing a lot of Elder Scrolls, uh, continuing our binge of um, uh, CSI. Um, okay. My wife got me some uh, a portable like artist kit. So i oh awesome, actually get a chance to use that now that you're not know, at work right uh, but uh no nah, it was uh it was pretty quiet, I actually had a couple days off and just slept a lot good so, um <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, yeah, um, I have not really watched anything I don't let me let me double check. <laughs> I did, yeah, I have started using Letterboxd again, so that's useful. Yay! Oh,
0: good. Yeah, like, man, you know, I used to love that website, and then kind of the community took over, and it's just gone to shit in terms of the reviews and the lists, and I just, bleh.
1: Oh, really? I, I just use it for what I want to u- use it for, so.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, me too. I never really particip- participated with any, you know, forum stuff. It's just to list or to tr- keep track of whatever I saw.
0: Yeah. That's what that's what I use it use it for. But I don't use it as much. I have my own Excel spreadsheet that lists everything I watch. That's too much um, like real work. what year yeah, is this? I've been, are,
2: are we in 1996?
0: Yeah. I've yeah. been doing it since uh I have I have my list since 2010, I believe. 2010 I have, or 2011.
2: I have an old movie list uh, on my uh, 3D6 PC. I was using Lotus 1 2 3 to keep track of it. Um so I can always export it if you like. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Uh,
1: okay, so oh, let's see. Not paper. That, that fucking old. Managed, yeah, the, the Christmas movies I actually managed to get <laughs> in on Christmas. uh First up was The Ref, uh which oh, okay. is a classic. Uh, I know you love
0: that. I still haven't seen it.
1: Oh, oh my God! Great movie. Uh, it's one of those ones you have to sit down and watch because the dialogue is really fast. Uh, and there are a lot of the jokes you just, if you're not paying attention, you just kind of like, well, what did he say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, great movie. Uh, and then, of course, I follow that up with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So Okay. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, other than what we watched for the podcast, I have been not watching a lot of stuff.
0: Cool. Very good. What did you do for New Year's stay in or did you go out?
1: Uh, stayed in.
0: Okay. Um,
1: we had our son over and we just uh, hung out, played games, stuff, so.
0: Cool. Awesome. That sounds fun. Yeah. So, myself, I um, I actually watched a couple movies on Christmas as well, Um, ones that I've seen previously, uh, Christmas with the Cranks, which I absolutely loved when I watched it in theaters and every time I've watched it since, I've liked it a little bit less. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a great movie by any stretch, but I enjoy, you know, the actors in it and whatnot. But... Uh, So, I watched that one. We watched uh, The Santa Claus. So another Tim Allen Christmas movie, which is, you know, one that I used to watch when I was younger a lot. So, I really like that one. Um, But yeah. So, for Christmas, I I had an awesome Christmas this year. My wife and my family went all out. So, I got uh, a guitar and guitar lessons. And so, I've been kind of picking away at that. I start my lessons on Friday, which I'm really excited to start. Uh, The ends of my fingers, I can't really feel them on my fret hand. Nice. Um, yeah, so uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I just I really want to be good at it, and it's very difficult. So I have, I have it's a question. definitely going to take time. Just, just yeah. a bit
1: of advice uh, before his question: you know, just remember, <laughs> if you keep picking at it, it's. Not.
2: <laughs> That's true. Um, now, Thank are you. you taking lessons from a blind bluesman? Uh, unfortunately, not. Then you're already on the wrong path. <laughs> I say, yes. you pick up a piano yeah. and just do that instead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, don't even play oh, the piano. Man. Just pick it up.
2: I, n- I don't know right. why it's so funny. Exactly. You know, just move pianos for a living.
0: <laughs> <laughs> New career. Do either of you play the guitar? Uh, no. uh,
1: I took okay. lessons back in seventh grade. so Oh, um, okay. We're talking 1990, so 27 years ago. Wow. Is that right?
2: Yeah. yeah I-, I can play the bass line to enter Sandman. Or okay. just the initial, like, you know, intro to it, because yeah. I think I, I learned that in grade six intramural, mm-hmm. but that's
0: pretty much it. Gotcha. Very good. Yeah, I want to, um, I definitely, I want to learn guitar. I'd love to learn, ba- if I can actually learn the guitar and get decent at it, I'd love to learn the bass next, but one thing at a time, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I also got my, I finally got my record player on Christmas and it's uh, doing me well. I really like it. So, yes, I'm uh, very you, pleased with that.
2: You vinyl fiend, you. I know. I knew. I knew it would happen. I fucking knew. <laughs> yeah. I just want the one. I'm gonna put it in the frame on my wall and I'll sit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, it's intoxicating.
0: Yeah, I have like 20 over, like 25, 26 now. So <laughs> that's uh, hilarious. Yeah, and you can actually, it's a really long video and I apologize for that. I hope it's not too terribly boring. It took a long time to like edit together and blah, blah, blah. So hopefully somebody's uh, watching it and enjoying it. But uh, you can find it on the Cinefessions YouTube channel. I actually posted there and cinefessions.com. I posted it there as well. You can watch the kind of my unboxing of all these vinyl because I kind of waited till I had them all for the month of December and opened them on camera. Uh, So many of them are from Waxwork Records or Mondo and they just look fucking. Awesome, And so if you're interested in anything like that, definitely check out my uh, collection video on YouTube. It's a long one, like I said, but it is opening over 20 records, I think 23 records. So um, if you're interested in that, definitely check that out on the Cinefessions YouTube channel. Like and uh, subscribe there. We'd really appreciate that. But I'm hoping to kind of do something like that every month where I go through not just my vinyl, but uh, go through what records I've purchased for that month and what uh, movies, anything media related, basically, that I've purchased for the month and kind of just go over it in a YouTube video. So we'll see if it gains any traction. I don't know. It'll probably be a once a month thing, but we'll see. So, yeah, um, you can definitely check them all out right there. And that'll go over everything I have up and through uh, just a couple of days ago. So Cool. Yeah. I also got uh, Red Wing tickets from my parents. So my sister and I are going on, uh, I think it's like the 18th. So it's a Wednesday night rivalry game against Boston. So hopefully uh, they don't suck like they normally do. So
2: oh, you're lucky when I'm playing the
0: Jets.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, now.
0: Oh, man.
1: Oh, wait, you were talking about hockey Jets. I was going to say. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. I did watch the – or I didn't watch. I listened to the Centennial Classic, which was Toronto versus Detroit, and that was pretty exciting. Detroit was down two goals with a minute and 50 left, and they scored one with a minute and 47 left and then tied it up with 1.4 seconds left or 1.7 and took it in overtime where they then lost. But it was pretty damn exciting. So
2: (laughs) They still got a point.
0: That's right. Yep. So uh, And other viewing. um, I'm actually – I'm actually – it's January 4th that we're recording this. I've actually watched four movies. There's no way that even holds up for the next week, let alone the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. But um, I watched uh, my first 4K movie on my – oh, because I also received the Xbox One S for Christmas from my parents. Okay. um, Which is obviously the 4K Blu-ray player. And wow. um, Wow. It looks so good on my TV. It's just amazing. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows – uh, was the first one I bought. I actually bought that alongside Watchmen, the Ultimate cut or whatever. Okay. Uh, but I haven't watched Watchmen yet. I've seen that in theaters, but I haven't seen it since. Uh but anyway, uh the the HDR, the the four K on Teenage Mutant Industries looked excellent. Um there's so much that CGI in, in the out of the shadows that some of it looked um like cartoony a little bit, but I imagine that would be that way no matter where I watched it. Um, but I, I enjoyed out of the shadows. It wasn't anything brilliant, um, but I, I liked it. I think I liked the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film better, um, but I still enjoyed out of the shadows, the opening scene where um, what's her name? Um, oh my God. My wife and I forgot her name too. Uh, uh, it, April Fox. Megan, Fox. Megan Fox. Thank you. When she puts on like the schoolgirl outfit, holy shit. Mm. wow have you seen that film i bought it i haven't watched it yet okay all right yeah i like the first one i do so, too you know. i think th- i think the first one's better so this isn't a spoiler at all because obviously you know who the bad guys are in it right like yeah you've seen the trailer so sheamus actually plays uh, i forget bebop or rocksteady whichever one of the two he I, a- I saw him and i thought he, he was deep. like just a yeah okay I didn't realize that. I must have missed it from the trailer or whatever. But I was shocked that he wasn't – I thought he was just in a, like a small cameo. And then I realized they said their names. I was like, oh, shit. Like he's a legit character in this. And yeah. uh, I thought they did really good. Those two together were hilarious. But
2: – Yeah. I was curious about that casting. Uh Just yeah. because he does – to me, he doesn't scream
0: rock steady. Right. You know what I mean? But he – I mean, he uh-huh. was good. There was – I didn't yeah. have any problems with him at all. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I you know like I said it was enjoyable, but the four K looked great. Uh Forza Horizon three with HDR on my four K TV is without a doubt excuse me. Without a doubt the best graphical experience I've ever seen. It it was I mean, it just looks unbelievable. Uh I can't wait for more games to come out that are uh like had that have HDR support and all that, because man. What I've seen so far was just awesome. see, I don't think I've
2: actually seen uh, 4K in person. And I'm thinking, is it it really worth the upgrade, you know? Yeah, Um, I mean, I don't don't know. I'm buying a new new TV right now, but I'm Mm -hmm. like, is it just going to be like a fad? Is it going to stay, you know? Like 3D kind of is still lingering, but it really never, you know, came – it really never got people – in, like people didn't really
0: get into it. It was more of a fringe thing, you know? Right. But this isn't the equivalent of four this isn't the equivalent of three D. This is the equivalent of 1080p. Like this is a resolution where it's not like a gimmick that they put on the TV. That's how I look yeah. at it. Um you know, it's it's literally four times the resolution of 1080p. So if you have the capability you know a TV of the right size and you're at the right distance, there's definitely a noticeable difference. Uh, whether so that's how, how, worth an upgrade or not, it's up to you. But How, how much are the
2: uh, 4K porn uh, discs uh, running right now?
0: You know, great question. I actually haven't even looked. Oh, <laughs> I so no, full so of never, shit. You are so I've full never, of shit. I've never bought a uh, like a porn video like that before, to be honest with you. Well, the it's only it's thing precise. I've ever gotten was from the website I worked for. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, they it's, sent me some stuff. but Yeah, but this, this is
2: like, you know, the masses need to know.
0: Yeah. I, you yeah, know what? Really? That's a good point. We should have an answer for that next week. Like, how oh, nipply does the nipple look like? You know? <laughs> how nipply?
2: Can, can, oh, can, man. can I count every strand of bush hair or lack okay. of bush hair? <laughs> you know? Can you play the dots with the goose pimples?
0: You know they have, you know, have it. The I ass just have no idea.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah, I can, uh, I can buy a blockbuster for me at pornography.
0: <laughs> I love that our podcast generally always degrades to porn. It just makes me happy. D- Does it? I, I think we, we, we differ to pornography. I, I, don't but think we, we,
1: we, I don't think we degrade <laughs> to porn. I think we rise to
0: the... You know what? You're absolutely right. I, I agree. That. That's That's my mistake.
2: And if anything, <laughs> the porn will degrade us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not. Oh, man. Um, the other one I watched was Blair Witch um which just came out on blu-ray yesterday. Um this one, you know, I I liked it. I liked it. Um I don't I don't remember what your thoughts were on this one, Mark. Have you seen this? No, I've been waiting to pick oh, it up.
2: Okay. But I've heard nothing but negativity online for yeah. it.
0: So. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I don't think it's fair. Oh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think it's found founded in reality. I guess I don't know. Um,
2: I, I'm thinking this disc will probably be like you know for ten bucks at HMV within six months. So I'm not going to rent to pay full price for it. Yeah, but I will pick it up on sale for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I honestly didn't know that some of the aspects of this film were in the original. Because um, Chris and I were talking, and he was like, "No, you idiot! Like this was in the original." I was like, "Oh, I." I it's I guess it's been long enough that I just didn't remember or I, yeah. but honestly I don't remember hearing that at all or catching that when I watched the original film. So I definitely want to go back and watch the original. Uh, I'm not going to say what any I'm not going to say anything cuz I don't want to spoil any of it for you. Um mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you know I thought it was good. I liked the the characters were interesting enough. Um the ending was was well done. I thought it was pretty creepy. Um you know, I it's nothing nothing great, nothing brilliant. And you know, three stars. Um, I enjoyed it, but
2: as long as you enjoy it, that's what matters most. I enjoy a lot exactly. of movies that people just hate, and honestly, you hate it, I don't yeah. care. Now, if you right. rally, you know, the hate around it online and stuff, that kind of pisses me off a bit, mm-hmm. but uh, you know what? If you don't, everybody has their own opinion on
0: films, some people like, shit, some people don't, so be it, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of that, actually, um, Chris and Ash and I were talking today on Twitter about Suspiria. Hmm. And I was yeah. interested, have you seen Suspiria? Oh,
2: I mean, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. What do you? Are you a big fan or no?
2: Am I a huge fan of it? I'm not a huge fan of Italian jello films to begin with. Yes, uh, thank oh, okay. you. Thank you. Yeah, not a huge fan. <laughs> now, do I hate Suspiria? No. Uh, do, I think it's probably um, Argento's, between that and opera, I think those are his top two films. Okay, um, I really like opera. It's so weird, um, but *Spirited* is so pretty. It's a pretty film. Yeah, I will With give it. Colors. that. it
1: is. Yeah, it is very
2: pretty, but it's just—I don't know it. Yeah. And you know, I I do like the Goblin soundtrack. Uh, it does get repetitive, but that—I that want the, that "na na I want na na, that. na" song. You know, I'm like, oh, "Fuck!" Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the shower sometimes, touching myself, and they sing to. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm in bed touching myself, not in the shower, because that's gross. But uh, I I find that is one soundtrack, though, because when we talk about how some movies, the soundtrack just doesn't stick with me. Mm -hmm. Um, That one does. I I do like that soundtrack a lot. And uh, fuck, what's what's her name? Is it Jessica? Not Jessica,
0: Black. Who plays the lead in that film? I Um, couldn't tell you if you paid me don't know offhand um, she,
2: she's the she's same girl that was in um, that was in Phantom of the Paradise Jessica Harper I knew it was a Jessica oh okay Um, I thought she was really good Uh, to me her performance makes me want to watch the film over and over again I've probably seen this movie like maybe five times since it got released oh really okay I just had it on DVD like I bought it uh, on an Anchor Bay DVD I think it's like a three disc special or something like years ago
0: yeah, there's um, no real accessible Blu-ray for it, unfortunately. Yeah.
2: Um, now this is probably the only of the three Mothers trilogy that I've seen because, again, Argento not the hugest fan. Respect seen- them. I've seen Phenomena as well, okay. uh, but I don't believe that's a Three Mothers film. Uh, fuck. What's have you seen th- Deep Red? No, but I believe okay. I might own it in a double pack of uh, of um, Argento films. I'd have to double oh, check okay. my collection. But uh, yeah, I I don't hate Suspiria. Uh, I think between that and Opera, it's probably his two best movies. Have you seen Opera? I've not seen Opera. No, that's the one where the cover has like a girl like kind of bound up, and she's got needles, um, uh, like like sewing so needles attached to her bottom eyelid. So she's oh, forced okay. To, so she's forced to watch the killer kill someone because if she blinks, it it cuts up her her eyes. Oh wow! Very cool. And the soundtrack, it's like. 80s like hair metal
0: it's weird Mm. like it though see um i it really what it did because um you know uh uh, geez i can't talk chris is a big fan of the film i didn't i wasn't i didn't like it very much at all i thought the it looked beautiful but that was about it the soundtrack is really good i want to own that on vinyl um and and ash was kind of with me where it was it looked pretty but other than that we didn't really feel much of it um but uh, let me that I, i really would love to do a giallo arc eventually no,
2: no. I, I, I would too just because i'm very unfamiliar with the
0: material right exactly you know? what i deep red is an absolute masterpiece in my in my eyes it so, is fucking amazing i'm looking um,
2: here the three mothers trilogy that's what mm-hmm. made in 77 then inferno's in 1980 then mother okay. of tears in 2007 okay so i expect a huge drop off from inferno right. to mother of tears yeah, especially if it's under the extre- dimension extreme label. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: ash Cow, but uh um, right.
2: Yeah, I would love to do that as well just because uh, you know, I am a complete noob when it comes to that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and we'll just ignore Ashes please if no in the background. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, Mark, talk about your week in media, your Christmas, your New Year's, anything like that. Um I watched a whole bunch of movies. Um Have you guys all seen Rogue One yet? No.
1: Oh, yeah, Yeah. I did do that over over break, but I think I I talked to you guys before we went on a break about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I saw a 2D version just because Melissa has an issue with 3D, gives her headaches. So I didn't get to see like an IMAX 3D version, just a 2D version. Um, I'm still debating if I liked it more than episode seven. Part of me does, other part of me doesn't. Okay. Um, As well, I was actually quite surprised... One of the main characters um, in uh, Rogue One, um, he's a rebel, uh, he's a, one of the major rebel guys, um, actor by the name of Diego Luna. Yes. I totally thought, great. yeah. Did you think he was French in the film? No, I
1: didn't think he was French.
2: I thought he, was, he had like a French France, French accent. So well, when I saw the... natural accent, so... but Is that his natural accent? Yeah. yeah. So he's Spanish, he's Mexican. Yeah. Um, I,
1: Spanish. Yeah, I think I think he's either Spanish or Italian. But
2: yeah, uh, no, uh, he's a Mexican actor, according to oh, according okay. to Um Yeah, to um, yeah, yeah for some reason, up, but
1: yeah.
2: I thought he was French. So when I watched him on screen, I'm thinking of a um, you know like a French saboteur in like World War II. He kind of had that same yeah, type of vibe, he, but it's yeah, a little more cruel. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he put a French accent on. I I don't know, but that's just what I got out of it. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure if I liked it more than 7 because I rewatched Episode 7 again and uh, again because of Carrie Fisher's passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I just loved 7, even though it's more or less a rehash of Episode 4, but, you know, whatever. Um, I just liked everything about it. Um, so I won't go into Rogue One more than that just because uh, we haven't all seen it yet. Um, but yeah, I watched a shit ton of movies and that's what you tend to do when, uh, you know, you move away from your uh, hometown. Um, <laughs> so like I watched my basic Christmas movies after our last podcast, Gremlins, Batman Returns, uh, Die Hard and Scrooged, um, nice. which I find interesting that we all watch different uh, Christmas movies.
0: All right. Exactly.
2: I, I find that, to be honest, because there's only so many good ones, I'm surprised we did not watch watch one in common. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Um, apart from that, again, like I rewatched, uh, I rewatched uh, Blues Brothers uh, again because of Carrie Fisher. Um, so, some films uh, from the end of the year that was kind of disappointed in. Um, I watched Airport 77, oh,
0: okay. which is I the know.
2: third in the Airport franchise right um that's the one with um with um jack lemon and uh, uh fuck stewart um uh, uh oh jesus christ he was in uh oh i'm getting a, i'm getting a mind blank here i feel stupid now uh, jimmy stewart uh, Okay. Oh, yeah yeah sorry i'm just, i'm doing two things at once here a, a, a very <laughs> uh an older jimmy stewart which you know you always think he looks the same like from A Wonderful Life but no he ages. <laughs> so <laughs> so when I saw him from, from this film in, from Made in 77 I'm like, wow, he's really aged, but A Christmas or uh, uh, A Wonderful Life was like what 1940 something?" So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I rewatched Black Dynamite. Oh, okay. And I remember loving that film. And I watched it at uh you know, I'm a place of employment and yeah, I did not think it was very good at all. Maybe it's because I watched more black exploitation films recently. Yeah that I just yeah. didn't find this one funny at all. Mm. Um but last time of the year that I watched was Let's Be Evil um on Netflix. Oh and you
0: yeah I, I remember reading it. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked. It, yeah,
2: it now, th- the reason why I watched it is because it was short. Because mm. I only had so much time because before I knew I was going to fall asleep. And uh whew, what a turd that was a turd burger. Um but yeah. Since um, January 1st, I started watching because we've got our, our, uh, our challenges. Um, so I want to make a – speaking of challenges here. So I've got the three challenges. I told myself I'd watch one movie in the cinema a month. Right. I'd watch one uh, like TV show a month, like a, a streaming show like off Netflix, at least one season of a show a month. And I would do my A to Z challenge where I'd watch movies from the letter A to the letter Z and then back to the letter A and do that three times. So, I wanted to amend that a bit that okay. I do. I still do it three times, but one scale up and down, I want to do Blu-rays, one scale up and down, I want to do DVDs, and one scale up and down, I want to do streaming.
0: <laughs> so, you're making it more difficult. I'm making it funner, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all about it. <laughs> but, but now, for
2: the streaming, I just don't want to do Netflix. But again, because I've got my Roku box, I want to use any streaming um, channel that they've got
0: okay so, uh, so let me ask you this so can yes. you do all three at the same time or do you have to do blu-ray then dvd then streaming
2: i was gonna do i'm gonna go up the scale once so right now uh at my current challenge i'm at the letter f now i still have to post my letter e um either tonight or probably tomorrow night okay um, so i'm gonna do one scale up to z a certain format and then I'm going to take the uh, scale Z back down to A in a different format. So, it won't be all like Blu-rays up and down, then DVDs up and down. So, I'll probably do like Blu-rays, then I'll go a streaming, and then I'll go a DVD, then a okay. Blu-ray, then a streaming. Just, just to make it funner, you know? Right. Um, and I might accumulate more Blu-rays during the course of this challenge that I'd want to, you know, watch. That said, probably don't have to buy any more because there's a ton of stuff that I have that I haven't seen yet that I want to watch. <laughs> right. Especially on Blu-ray. Oh, boy. Um so yeah, so I started my uh my uh A to Z challenge. So I call it the A Z A challenge on uh, on social media. That's the hashtag I'm using. Love and it. I'm having a ton of fun with it because Good. I'm watching films that um I would eventually watch because I bought them, but since I'm kinda of pigeonholing myself to watch a certain type at a certain time, um I'm having a blast. Like uh have you guys watched Action Jackson at all? The Carl oh. Weathers film? I know?
1: watched that back when it first came out on VA chat. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> it is so good. Now, I have to admit, um, I own an Action Jackson poster. I have it signed by Carl Weathers.
0: Oh, I nice. I did that
2: done before I saw the fucking movie. <laughs> 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 so, the reason why I have it is because he was going to a, a Comic-Con in Ottawa and you know i could have gotten predator i could have gotten you know rocky but i wanted something that he was really portrayed in and action jackson you know apart from some really cool rocky two posters um action jackson like he's a badass on it so when i met him he goes uh, ah what what line from the film that you want me to sign on your poster? i'm like oh big one you want <laughs> like you <laughs> want <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, and maybe my awkwardness kind of. Well, he was kind of standoffish at first because there was nobody in line to see him, which is a, it just, It's oh, wow. too bad. He's fucking Carl Weathers, you right. know. Um, so he's like, "Oh, do you want to just buy the poster here?" I'm like, "Oh no, I've had it for a while. I've had it for like six months." Um, but yeah, I had a, no idea of the film, uh, so I finally watched it as my A, and holy fuck, it's like a black exploitation lethal weapon. It is, oh, wow. so, it is so good. I have no clue why it didn't get a sequel because mm. I thought it was badass. Um, he was funny in it. He had his one-liners and they were good. Um, even like the, you know, like kind of the Keystone cops that, you know, that kind of follow him around a bit. They yeah. were funny. Um, which one of them is fucking, um, what's his name from uh, Back to the Future who plays uh, Biff. Oh. That actor, wow. right? um he he's funny as well um then sharon stone's in it vanity is in it boobies we saw <laughs> boobies and they were good boobies so i was very ha- i'm sorry <clears throat> i want to be correct here boobs <laughs> <laughs> so we saw lots of boobs so i was oh, happy pig picking shit um so i totally recommend that one um again i'm just gonna go quickly here um again i've posted uh i guess some reviews on instagram and on our facebook page i've only linked uh a picture on twitter just due to the fact that uh, there's like no character space for a decent review but if you go to our uh, to our instagram or to our facebook you'll get my thoughts on them um blood diner i watched the best Run video version i kind of liked it was pretty decent there's a nude aerobic scene oh nice I was teed at, teased at at the beginning yeah and then it, uh, you finally saw like a like probably nine or ten girls doing neuterobics, aerobics, which yeah. fucking awesome. You saw tons <laughs> of boobs. Um, <laughs> I watched, uh, I watched Christina, uh, which is a 1984 Euro sleaze exploitation, more maybe a sexploitation film. Oh, by, I saw that uh, post
0: that. I hadn't seen that, I'd never heard of that one before.
2: Yeah, uh, so Severin came out with that. Uh, so, okay. and this is with Jewel Shepard who's in Return of the Living Dead. So seeing your fucking full frontal, you know, like, P-lips and everything, I was kind of shocked by that, to be honest with you. I did not expect that at all. So that was awesome watching that with my girlfriend. (laughs) Hands above the blanket. Um, And then I watched Dolls, which I thought was uh, pretty decent. Slightly creepy with the man-child, little girl relationship. Um, it's a Stuart gordon film produced by charles band so it got that it's got that full moon vibe but it's like a full moon film with a decent budget um and then uh well what i'm going to be posting uh, next is i watched eve of destruction with gregory hines the tab dancer who plays a badass uh, military guy who's uh out to stop a killer robot which who doesn't like those types of movies <laughs> right so so far, a the AZA or Alpha Zulu Alpha challenge is uh, strong, and hopefully, I can sustain momentum. One last thing that uh, I started doing uh, since you know New Year, and we're all about the challenges on this podcast is <laughs> uh, well, I got your copy of uh, Resident Evil Origins. Good uh, for the PS4. Um, happy that uh, it's scratch-free, so I put it in the machine and it accepts it. <laughs> After playing for about ooh, an hour and change, uh, almost two hours, I guess, I wish it was damaged. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh. I, I like the game because I like the mythos and I want to mm-hmm. play the story and I think it's cool. Exactly. But even with the new controls... Yeah? It's so fucking terrible. Maybe I'm just a bad video game player. That's <laughs> you know what? I will throw it out as a fucking possibility. You know, I, yeah. I'm leaving my prime. I'm 37. <laughs> uh, you know, my hands uh, stop shaking when I have a few beers. You know, maybe my <laughs> reflexes just aren't that good anymore because I. So, well, like I said, I would every time I play this game, which is only one so far, I will stream on Twitch at yep. uh, M 2 um, so if you go to Twitch and find me, uh, M N A D E A U zero two, you will see, I have one recorded session. So I think it lasts about maybe an hour and 50 minutes, hour and 40 minutes, something like that. And, uh, I died twice. Um, <laughs> and I don't think I'm and, very far. Uh, and you, yes, are you going to talk about starting and restarting? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, since I died twice and I didn't save because I'm way too early in the game, I oh, had to is that what happened?
0: Okay. Yes, I,
2: I am not good at this game. I will honestly tell you right now, I'm. <laughs> I am awesome at Resident Evil Four, the the Wii okay. version. I kicked much ass. Played it many times. <laughs> finished it and got all the costumes. Um, this one is just it's it's horrible now. <laughs> There was a guy um, that that started talking to me while I was playing the game and Mm -hmm. telling me how to do things just because I... (laughs) I, I Not giving me tips, but like I was mashing the buttons every time I got bitten by a zombie. And he's like, no, roll the stick. Oh. So so that's... Thank you, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, So I interacted with him a bit and then uh, you jumped on... one of your friends or what? So, that's good. It was just a rando.
2: I didn't know who that was, to be honest with you. Go but ahead. then he started – he must know me because he started by doing all these wrestling catchphrases. So, I'm like, yeah. Um, like, And then you can see these messages on Twitch. Everything is recorded. My, my, uh, you know, my gameplay, uh, the camera yep. on me, and uh, my interactions with people posting messages on it. So, um <laughs> i I'm sorry I, I the name didn't ring a bell, and I felt too shy to say, "Hey, who are you? I'm like maybe I should know you because right. you know me for you know you know I like wrestling um so if you're a literal fan uh, of the uh, podcast, thank you for uh for joining me. You actually helped me out a bit and not tell me where to go, just tactics on um surviving more than about ten minutes in the game <laughs> right. um, you know should it take twelve <laughs> bullets to kill the the first zombie probably not. Um, yeah, I'm horrible to a point where I'm not looking forward to playing video games because I'm only going <laughs> to play this game for the month of January and the urge to play Resident Evil is at an all-time low. Um, now I want to get my 20 bucks from Chris. So, you know, I want to plot the right. motherfucker.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I would just be happy to finish the game at this point. I know.
2: On so I'm, AM-
0: I'm s- I'm looking at a, um, screenshot that, that Chris had sent me. Okay. And um, it says it's under if, your profile. If he, and, if, he was, uh, if he
2: was watching, then uh, he didn't uh, interact with me at all. So because I can't see was. who's, I can't see who's watching me.
0: Yeah, I don't know how long, but he was at least uh, noticed that you were on and took the screenshot. It Says Resident Evil, Chris. Yeah, yeah. easy. Yeah. No bullshit. I, ah, that's what it says. I swear to God. So I'm looking what? at. You know what? Maybe I was and it watched the
2: video. I was pondering I about going from medium to easy, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, no fucking way. Because I gave you shit for playing easy like a fucking four-year-old. I so, I swallowed my pride, wiped it in my tears, and started the game on medium. And that oh, is baby. online for everybody to see. I um, I'm hoping to meet the first I'm boss to one do. Yes, I'm please please watch. I'm nothing to hide here. I'm not, t- uh, t- tell you what. Tell you what. If you watch the video and you mm-hmm. see me start the game on, on easy, yep. I will do... The the next stream with no shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. It's against the terms uh, and conditions of the. Against... <laughs> so I can't. Oh you know you're just sending me selfies. It's fine. I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll cut up a t shirt and I'll show myself some major hairy cleave Oh man! But no, uh, yeah, I I almost did, but then after my rant against you last uh, last right. podcast, <laughs> I can't <laughs> do that. I might as well just, just tattoo hypocrite on my forehead. Uh, <laughs> so, uh,
0: so, yeah. But that's great you're streaming it. So, definitely uh, follow follow Mark on, on uh, Twitch so you can follow along with it. And if you missed the first video, go on and uh, you can watch that in the archives. Yeah, I think it's
2: archived for two weeks. But then I've seen some accounts that are archived for months. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I think you uh, can change
0: it in your yeah, settings. But everything.
2: I'm really cringing. I kind of don't want to do this online because I am not good at this game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I really suck. I doubt I'll be streaming it because I'll have to like pause, go to the oh, go to the should. strategy guide, oh, see what I'm should. doing. See, oh, oh,
2: strategy guide?
0: Strategy <laughs> guide? Oh, what? Oh, oh, strategy? What? 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 Oh right. my god! Oh, you're one of those people. Oh, I was yeah. born one
2: of those oh. people. I've got I've got the prima strategy guide. It cost me sixty dollars, but I finished the game in six hours. Oh, it's so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man no I don't buy any strategy guys I was just joking but oh, I, yeah it's on, on PDF enough
2: and
1: Keeps some out of spawn exactly exactly
2: <laughs> yeah um, you know what though I That's could right. use a, 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 a guide because I have no fucking clue what to do or where I'm going to be honest with you yep. like and plus now okay and then with with Chris uh, the Redfield the character in the game he's only mm-hmm. got six save slots with Jill she's got eight save slots oh. I'm at a point in the game where there's a flashing key I'm pretty sure I'm gonna need it. And I don't know how to drop items out of my fucking inventory to pick it up. That's how <laughs> shitty I am. <laughs> uh, See
0: shit like that, you just just pull it up. Google it. I mean I, that's know, I not like cheating. I, it's just figuring out how to fucking play the games, the controls. I, I would if I wasn't streaming. If I'm <laughs> streaming.
2: My mouth is putting uh. me into this position right now. <laughs> <laughs> but God damn it, I really do want to finish. I, at this point in time, I don't think I'm going to platinum it, but I do yeah. want to finish it. Especially yeah, since I pre-ordered uh, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, so mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I'm getting that in March. Mm-hmm. I gotta finish the first one to play the seventh one, right? Right. <laughs>
0: Fuck. Anyway, so I know. I'm looking I'm forward to, to you to guys playing.
2: Yeah, well, I'm hoping you guys play it soon so that we can yeah. uh, we can talk about it and laugh at each other.
0: Yeah, absolutely all right well excellent so that sounds like an excellent two weeks yeah awesome what did you get any cool thing cool for christmas
2: no wait my my girlfriend's listening oh yeah tons of stuff
0: (laughs) Um. (laughs) yeah i I, I had a pretty good christmas i can't complain awesome all right so let's move on to the review for this week Uh, before that though we are uh, pleased to tell you that this portion of the Cinefessions podcast is brought to you by Umbrella Pharmaceutical, a subsidiary of Umbrella Corporation. Uh, From cold medicine to energy boosters, Umbrella Pharmaceuticals has what you need to make it through your day. You'll find Umbrella products in 9 out of 10 homes across the globe. Look for Regenerate, a leading skincare product that reanimates dead skin cells, making you look years younger. Or the latest product, Return, which is a wonder pill that will let you drop up to 30 pounds in record time. And actually, I can speak to that one myself as it helped me slim down to my high school weight recently, which I'm really proud of. Um, Side effects can include bouts of anger, a desire to eat human flesh, uncontrolled mutations, and itching. Um, if you experience unusual swelling for more than four hours after applying any of these products, call the hotline immediately for assistance. Umbrella, sheltering your family since 1968.
2: I love it because I got Amazon Prime. I'm low on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Click to the ship. Done. I got more mm-hmm. Umbrella for uh, more uh, more pharmaceutical uh, needs. Like My skin yeah. looks like shit right now.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I could tell in the stream, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, this is a review of Resident Evil from 2002. And like always, there will be spoilers. So, if you've not seen the film and you care about spoilers, make sure you pause the podcast here. Go watch the movie and then come back and hit play and listen to the rest of the podcast. So, Resident Evil was written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. And this is actually the second film we've watched relatively recently from from Anderson, right? Was um, which one did he
2: do? That was, it was uh, not, uh,
0: not Pitch
1: Black, horizon. Event Horizon,
0: Event Horizon. Thank you. Yes. Um, so yeah, we have an uh, or not we Resident Evil has an IMDb score of six point seven out of the two hundred and three thousand four hundred and thirty five votes that it received, a Metacritic score of thirty three, a Tomato meter of thirty four percent with an audience score of sixty eight percent. It had a $33 million budget and grossed $39.5 million. So, Ash, what is your history with this film? Have you seen this one in the past at all?
1: Uh, yeah, um, I've seen it a few times. Quite a few times, actually. Um, if I remember right, um, I think I actually went and saw this one in the theater um, once or twice. We had a friend who was into Resident Evil 2. Uh, we watched it with her a lot and uh, played the that and uh, Silent Hill, big horror nut. Um, but yeah, we uh, that and Jovovich is in it, so my wife and I really like her. But yeah, Hell so yeah! I've seen it, owned it on DVD forever. Yeah.
0: Awesome. What about you, Mark? Yeah, um,
2: I saw this in the theaters when it first got released. Actually, I remember I had two uh, college buddies that we went to see it on the matinee. They didn't like it so much, not knowing what it was. I mm-hmm. really liked it at the time. And uh, since then, you know, I bought the original DVD release of it,
0: yeah. which whew,
2: I found the uh, the opening menu did not hold up well. It looked really bad on my TV. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I've I, I know this film pretty well. Wait, so you both watch this on DVD? Yes, I did. Well, I, I actually like
1: watched it on my digital
0: uh, uh, a digital DVD. Oh, yes. gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I never, I never, uh I, I didn't double dip. Well, you might be interested to know then um, that Best Buy announced that their next pop art steelbook collection. I know I don't either of you are big steelbook fans, but they look really cool, um, and they are the Blu-ray of it. It's the uh, they're going to do the whole Resident Evil series in it, and they just did Underworld also, which are already out. Resident Evil's coming out. So, nice. are they going to do it for the final chapter as well? Um, I would assume when it comes out, but I don't know for sure. I I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, I always
2: thought that their posters are kind of generic, but that last Mm -hmm. the final chapter poster that's online right now looks fucking sweet.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely does.
2: I wouldn't mind picking that up actually.
0: Yeah, that would be very cool to own. Absolutely. So on your, so you watched yours on Blu-ray or yes? Okay, now did I own? um, I think I own this entire series on Blu-ray. Some of them on or one of them on Blu-ray 3D.
2: Okay. Uh so you know so do I. I think I own one on uh, on the uh, blu Ray 3D
0: as well. Yeah, I own Afterlife and Retribution um 3D. So I'll probably end up watching those in 3D just for the hell of it. But Okay. Um okay. Yeah, I, uh, like you, I, like you guys, I saw this in theaters, uh, with a buddy. Um, I was a huge, like I talked about last pot, huge Resident Evil fan growing up, even though I couldn't really tell you even the whole mythos of it other outside of the films. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to play the games, like when I said, like when I was young, but I didn't really get the story back then. Um, but so I was really excited for it to come out and, uh, went to the theater, saw it. Uh, you know, I loved it. And, um, I've seen it, God, I, countless times since. Not countless, probably four or five times. You know, it seems like a lot though. And you'll yeah. catch it like in the middle when it's on TV and you'll just watch to the end because it's something you know already pretty well. But mm-hmm. uh, so I've seen it a, a good amount.
2: Now, uh, did your review copy, uh, did it have a uh, commentary with Jovovich, uh, Rodriguez, uh, the director, uh, Anderson, and the producer, uh, Jeremy Bolt?
0: Uh, you know, I don't know. It actually had a bonus disc with it, which I don't think I've ever put in, and I okay. don't know what's on that. Well, um, if
2: you have time to listen to the commentary, mm-hmm. do so. It is very light on facts. It's mostly um, Jovovich and Rodriguez making fun of each other and then <laughs> okay. calling each other
0: hot. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. And really, not paying attention to much of the movie. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. Again, so very, I got very few notes. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was really entertaining because it was like, That's you know, cool. when you first start doing um, commentary tracks mm-hmm. and like even during the commentary, she's like, oh, wait. So we're watching the
0: whole movie and talking through it <laughs> like you're going <laughs> to know
2: no <the> clue. <laughs> so it's, it's quite enjoyable.
0: Yeah, it's quite good. That's awesome. Yeah, um, my I, I have to actually put the disc in to see what's on the special features because I have the Steelbook, which obviously – Once you have Steelbooks, like, they don't really have a back to them if you take that paper off. Yeah. And so, I don't know what's on it. I own the majority of these on Steelbook. Um, That's why I'm not – I'm planning on getting the pop art versions. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have them, definitely check those out uh, at Best Buy when they come out. Cool. So, let's see. So, I really liked – um, we'll just dive in here. I really like the, uh, the opening scene with everything just going to shit and no one really realizing it. They know that the doors are being locked down and there's a few people that look up to the camera and are trying to get, uh, Red Queen, the Red Queen to kind of open the doors and, and realize that she's fucking up because no one understands what's actually happening. You know, they keep yelling, there's no fire here. There's no fire here. Um, but it's just a really good chaotic scene, um, that has some really cool moments, uh, like when the axe, when he tries to break through the glass with the axe, it really just sets that we're fucked feeling mm-hmm. right from the get go and then the elevator dropping um and uh, I think the the coolest part could have been um when the lady was going to get beheaded mm-hmm. thanks to the um you know the elevator dropping, yeah. but it sucked a little bit because they cut to black, and I was like, oh damn, like I wish they would have gone for it there.
2: That's my problem with the opening i guess segment, yeah, is that it was very off-scene gore-free. Yes. You know? I'm like
1: watching this, um, I actually think that they may have been trying for a PG-teen at some point, mm-hmm. and it's why they filmed on the gore. Uh, that was actually one of the things I was thinking about when we were watching it, I was yeah. like, it just the the gore and the zombies just don't have the impact that they used to in this. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with um, like well, even Dawn of the Dead, the the reboot of Dawn of the Dead, but right, um, exactly. But The Walking Dead uh, on oh, TV yeah. right now has blows the doors off of this movie in terms of just effects work and the mm-hmm. zombie work and everything else. It's just this seems this seems very tame. And the bulk of this movie, I think you could actually watch on TV without them editing most of it out.
2: Yeah, and that, that's um, a very good point. The only thing you need to edit would be the language. Because that's yeah, – right. uh, right. Honestly, I think that's the only reason why I got a hard R rating is because of the uh, of the amount of F-bombs, which it's they're not that much, new. but there's more than two. And maybe the brief nip shot yeah, that it, exactly. uh, Mila flashes, which, which again, be a, be a, a. so brief, right? Yeah. Um yeah, even in Canada, this was an 18A rating, which 18A in Canada means it's pretty hardcore because something that's R-rated in, uh, in the US mm-hmm. might get a 14 in Canada. Um, oh, okay. So l- looking at like the back of the Blu-ray or the DVD, part of me, and it's an 18A, I'm like, what the fuck? Um, it doesn't deserve 18A at all. If anything, it'd be a 14 um, just that's because of some swears. Yeah. Well, what was, is
1: the thing though too is, you know, in 2002... Right. Um, you know, it was some of this stuff was pretty gruesome. You know, just mm-hmm. like even, yeah. though it, even though it seems pretty tame, it's just, it, it, you know, we've had 16 or 17 years of uh, mm-hmm. this getting worse and worse on, on television, even just regular TV. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's
2: I, the thing. If we did a podcast 15 years ago about this film, I'm sure mm-hmm. we'd be like completely raving over how cool it was yeah. uh, compared to now, where it's like been there, done that, you know, bought the t shirt. Mm -hmm, Um, And it's funny too, even in the commentary, because there's a scene in the commentary, you know, where the, uh, where Mila's, uh, you know, husband is spying on her talking to the girl that works in the office. Yeah. And he's holding like a a microphone gun. (laughs) He's laughing at how in 15 years from now, you know, we'll be laughing at the technology. Um, so it's kind of funny we're watching this 15 years after it got released. I still think the microphone gun's pretty cool. Um, right, I'm not sure we still need it or not, but you know, um, I, I still think the tech that they showed back then would be very cool to have right now, like those, you know, those screwing uh, those, those, like that briefcase that you know, the metallic briefcase that holds all the, the virus, how it just like locks itself in, things yeah, like I- that.
0: Right, um, I didn't. Uh, it didn't feel dated in terms of the technology for me. No,
2: only just really in, in the
0: gore. In the exactly, exactly, yeah. and even um,
1: then, I think if you will know it. Now that I'm thinking about it, this, is shot like an action.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not, oh not yeah, like a role, right?
2: And that's another problem I have with the film. As much oh, as I okay. like it, um, <sighs> to me, my favorite scenes in the film, which uh, comes next, is the scenes in the mansion when uh, Mila's mm. character wakes up and you've got that almost silent hill *Resident evil sound to it. You know, everything is a mystery. You have that. Right. No, today will be the last year or whatever it is. Today um, dreams will come true. Yeah. I dug that, the mansion aspect. Um, and I think that's the reason why I like Resident Evil, the video game as a story, not as a gameplay device. Um, because I like the mystery surrounding it. Um, I don't like the action matrix f- take it took or turn mm. it took, I guess. Um, I thought it would have been better as a creepier mansion. You know, what's, what's moaning in a dark t- style film? And I have a buddy of mine, Ed Demko. He actually sent me a, um, he sent me a news article from a uh, variety, uh, magazine. Um, okay. so. Before this became what it is today, mm-hmm. Capcom had hired George Romero to do. Yeah, a, I was reading about that. Yeah, a thirty-second commercial for uh, Resident Evil Two, and I haven't seen it. Um, I'm sure I can find it on YouTube. After it debuted so well, they sent him on to uh, to direct and write a script for Resident Evil: The Movie, and the film itself was a lot like the first game. Um, but apparently, I guess the script was so bad that they kind of fired him, and they really destroyed his concept. But I would have loved to see the first Resident Evil before it went maybe Commando High Tech yeah. to explore the mansion and what the fuck is going on inside the mansion. Because right. I, I just think they glossed over it too fast, and they missed out on a full film.
0: Yeah, and so what I was hearing about this – now, I, I don't know what's right, obviously, but I'll just tell you what I w- was reading yeah. was that Capcom – didn't like the script because it was too close to what happened in the game and they were afraid that people wouldn't buy the game they would just watch the movie which is uh, now, stupid. i i have no idea if that's accurate or not but that's what i was reading that that's the reason they got rid of him um but then i was reading that capcom says that that's bullshit um that's not true uh, they got rid of him and then they brought in anderson and he didn't like the script and so he changed it uh so who, i don't know what's right what's wrong i have no idea but it's interesting kind of the the legend behind it i guess if you will
2: i'll tell you right now if they had a movie just like the game i would have bought the game i would have bought the movie i would have mm-hmm. bought the fucking prima is uh, guide
0: to tell me how to play the game like i would have bought the shit out of the merch right um, but this, back then i mean how many video game movies do you really see on that are we on this scale
2: uh honestly like square brothers
0: right which no, no,
2: bombed right? Or, oh yeah that
0: was yeah. Video game movies on this scale.
2: <laughs> Honestly, they're, they're, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was kind of after this. Like Tomb Raider came after this, right? Like, I feel like... Uh, uh, Tomb Raider was in the late 90s, if I believe if I'm... Uh, oh, was it?
2: I don't think it was.
0: No, I was in high it was school. Like, was it like 1999, the first one? Uh, you know what? Maybe I saw the uh, second one in the right 2001. Okay, well... Uh, okay, so it came right before was
1: development around the same time, though.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Right before this one, then. Okay. So I was on by two years. But uh Yeah. Um I don't know. I I would have liked a creepy a creepy zombie movie is something mm-hmm. that can you think of one recently? Or even in the last 15 years of a creepy zombie film? You know that's haunting, but zombies are in a house type of thing? I can't think of a film like that. And I'm sure as soon as I finish recording, I'll think of one right away. I'm like, oh god. I know. Wreck. Uh but yeah, Wreck's a There we go. It's- very good example. Yeah, yeah, it, they're running zombies, so it's not the team is slow zombies. But, you know, right, right. You know. But you no, know, you're you're right. And th- see, wreck is a fucking scary movie. I love I, wreck. I, I oh, me too. Have you seen the Spanish versions?
0: The like original
2: quarantine, Yes. Okay.
1: Hush you. I, I like quarantine. I hate
2: quarantine. I like quarantine. the
1: first one. Yeah.
2: And Quarantine 2, the one that's on the plane, is fucking bullshit. Anyways. (laughs) um, Yeah. Okay. So, Wreck would be a good example of a type of film that I would have liked to have seen Mm -hmm. coming from this franchise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think when I first saw it, I don't, honestly, it was, you know, I was what? I was young. I don't remember exactly what my thoughts were, but I do remember, um, at least recently, thinking to myself that I wish this was more like the movie or like the video game like i wish it was a little slower in that in that sense but i I get the one thing that's
1: interesting about the movie is it works as a prequel to both the video game and obviously the rest of the movie series but like all the events of the movie can take place before the video game and then except for the like the last shot obviously would be the start Mm -hmm. of
2: Mm -hmm. Right. right Yeah, it, you know. Don't get me wrong. Like, I left the theaters and I had a huge nerd, a nerd boner watching this movie. Like,
0: yeah. I, I, I loved it when it came out. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I've I'm seen the, so much since. Yeah. When they said the Nemesis Project at the end, I mean, I nearly oh, shit myself. Like, I was right? like, Oh my god! Like, I loved that. But
2: it's just just the one word, like you know, those that yes. play the game know what that means. Exactly. It's like, oh, you know, I can't wait till the no.
0: sequel comes out. Right. Um, and see what. What I have to admit here is that it took me until this viewing to really understand what was going on in the mansion. I don't know why, but I have always found the stuff with the mansion confusing. And for whatever reason, I just, it never clicked. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention on previous viewings. I don't know. But this time around, excuse me, this time around, I finally understood. What was actually happening, what, what the mansion was, who the the relationships in the mansion and things like that. Um, And so I think it kind of – uh it had a fuller experience this time than I have in the past. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to point out in that opening scene I thought was – because it wasn't gory. But the thing I thought was probably the most brutal of the whole thing was just watching them all get gassed to death. Um. I thought that was really well done cuz you see through the camera and you can see the oxygen levels decreasing to nothing and I thought that was really cool. It was really um just effective I thought.
2: And how cold the computer is, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's dying and it's <laughs> just watching, it's gazing, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, but absolutely. It's doing it for a reason.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh I still I still get goosebumps when they when she first powers up when they're in the room, and the, you know she comes up and as the Red Queen there, and uh, mm-hmm. you know they're getting ready to blow her for the first time, and she just turns what? And looks at. They blow her. They blow. <laughs> they blow her fuses. Come on! Oh my <laughs>
0: god! It's a real girl.
1: But uh, but you know she turns and looks at him, and she's like, you "You're all going to, to die down here." You know, yeah. I, I still I mean, get it is, goosebumps with that. I yeah, love that.
0: it's an iconic line. It's it's wonderful. I absolutely love that line. Yeah. Um. This was my. As far as I can remember, at least this was my introduction to uh, Mila Jovovich, and um, Fifth
1: I, Element. What's wrong yeah. with you?
0: Well, I hadn't seen I've seen Fifth Element since, but I had never I hadn't seen it before this. Interesting. Okay, and um, I absolutely fell in love with her. right from that opening scene. You know, I was this high sc- I was in high school. Like every half naked woman was just amazing. You know, like it <laughs> like it is today. And um, yeah, she's just so beautiful in this movie. I love her. She's so badass. Her and uh, Michelle Rodriguez is yeah. Rain. I just absolutely love both of them, um, and that's this is the reason I started loving them. And uh, I just I love watching everything they're in ever since.
2: Then listen to the commentary. You will. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's what you yeah. said it. It's, up. It's, Damn, it's, I need to hear that. It's pretty. It's pretty hot at times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mila's 41 now. She was 26 when she recorded this. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like she. She was. She was. Like a young girl. You know what I mean. Right. Uh, so it's yeah. kind of. She's very. Mm, I don't know, very flowery in in this mm-hmm. commentary. And now I'm sure if she okay. – I would love to have them re-record this commentary 15 years later <laughs> and see how they changed.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. But I love that b- the both of the, the female characters are just such strong characters and such badass characters. I think they're probably my two favorite characters in the whole film.
2: Oh, by far. But there's not much to go with in the, in the film to begin with. Right, you know, in terms like, of
0: character – is like really they' the only
2: two memorable characters in the film
0: right it's it's very obvious that it's very obvious why Alice is in the rest of the series she's the only one that shows any uh like depth any dimension to her character, and I love how she plays it because anytime um there are those uh, like more emotional moments like when she has to leave behind um uh, what's his name the guy starts with the K on the rafter, yes, on the rafter uh, um uh, uh Kaplan. Kaplan, yeah. He has to leave behind Kaplan. Um it's just like a sincere moment. She doesn't want to do it. Um at the end when she thinks that uh Rain is dead and she's about to uh shoot her. I mean, just sincere, really well acted moments. Yeah. Um and you don't really get that with any of the other characters. So it's obvious that or it's obvious why I guess that this is the character that's going forward. Or I guess more accurately, it's obvious why Paul Anderson decided to give her that depth because she is the one that we will be continuing on with. Yeah,
2: and, and they're the two most um, fleshed out characters. Yeah, you know, like I I, I do like um, what's his name, uh, Colin Salmon's character. He's one. I guess he's the uh, he's the leader of the commandos when they break in. I oh, really yes, wish yes.
1: we'd gotten more of him. I lo- I, I just love listening to him
2: talk half the time. Yeah. Oh, he <laughs> is awesome. so funny on an episode of Extras, I believe it was. Anyways, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, I think it was Extras. We're, anyways, whatever. Um, yeah, he's awesome in the film. And actually, my quite. he's got one of the cooler death scenes. And I'm, <laughs> oh, sad, no that he, I'm sad that he, spoiler, dies. Um, I mm. wanted more of him. Yeah.
0: See, yeah. and that's, I think, What's amazing to me, uh, and you might disagree and that's fine, but I thought that that scene held up incredibly well. I, th- I remember it blowing my mind in theaters, and I thought it was just as cool today. The CGI work on it, I thought, looked really, really good still. I didn't have any was, problems believing it.
1: Yeah, that was one of the, the good instances, mm-hmm. but I think there was a lot of practical effects that went along with that, too, that helped make that work.
0: My yeah, very favorite. possibly. I have no idea. If, if we're going to talk CG, like the liquor. That's I my thought, own that was my only problem with the CG in the film was the liquor.
2: Yeah, I thought uh, the practical puppetry uh, looked really good, but the CGI just didn't doesn't hold up. It no, holds, I mean, holds up better, better than I thought it would have. Right. Um, but it still got that uh, it's 2002 CGI. I,
0: exactly. It's 15 years ago. We can't I mean, you can't really fault it too much for that. They probably, you know, I don't. I thought it looked great when I first saw it, you know. Yeah. But we just are used to different, uh, different uh, aesthetic yeah. now. So.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, poo poo the film because of that. It's right. Just, you know, it's a, a, an artifact
0: of its time. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think
1: it, it lost a little bit because of that. I think, I think though the ones that the bet the ones that work the best though the effects work when they're using practical and Mary like yeah. the dog, the dogs the dogs look looked
0: fantastic. F- Fucking awesome. They look great. They still
1: do. Yeah, they still do. Because they yeah. actually used real dogs and put goop on them and then CG'd out you know parts of them to give them that look. So, that the, the, uh, was yeah. Okay. yeah,
2: from the commentary, it's tomato sauce or pizza sauce and spaghetti. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I didn't like with the dogs was the close-ups of the faces. That was CG'd, which I didn't like. Um You know, I, I didn't even the, notice the it. Teeth, being the teeth CGI. and the, and the eyes, they looked CG'd to me. Okay, um, and just didn't it just felt a little off. And there's one zombie as well that has got like half a face that he's I guess half the face is edged out with CGI, and yeah. that looked bad. But that's really the only zombie that I didn't like about it. The, the I, only I thing I didn't picture like
1: it. about the zombies was they looked. And the, this is this is me nitpicking a little bit, but because I've seen so many freaking zombies lately, mm-hmm. they all look like they're like two or three weeks old, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't tell me that Mia Joe which was unconscious in that mansion for two and a half weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's like, uh, well, come on. But I don't know, I and mean, some of them looked great, and uh, other ones, it's like, okay, why are their teeth rotting? That makes no damn sense.
2: But one, one thing they did do with this one is the contact lenses in the zombies. I loved the light blue contact lenses against yes. the red on their faces. Like when the James Purfoy Spence, the husband, yeah, when, he when turns on the train uh, platform, so yep, that looked good. And then even Michelle Rodriguez, when she finally turns and looks up after she cracks her neck, opens her eyes, and it's blue. Mm-hmm. I thought she looked great as a zombie as well.
0: Yeah, no, they looked. I loved the eyes in there. I actually made a note of those because I thought they looked so good. I love that.
2: Yeah, I thought that's something that uh, I don't see too too often is just the the, mm-hmm. the color of the eye. And the the uh, the design of the uh, the lenses looked really cool.
0: Right, uh, this was actually so obviously now like I'm all about uh, soundtracks and, and records and everything. So um, this was actually one of the very first movie soundtracks I think I ever purchased. Oh, um, and it girls. was probably like the really it was probably like the hardest metal album I ever owned. So that says about me because I don't buy that ever. Um, but. I absolutely loved this album, and I loved the music in the film. Um, it's it's just that, like, balls-out, no-apology action sequences that I love, and the music fits in it so well, I thought. Well, check
2: your still book, because if you're lucky like I am, I've got a copy of my Plague music video by
0: Slipknot. <laughs> oh, that's <Nice>. awesome. <laughs> what?
1: I, I, they, well, and and that's it's funny is because music actually played like a big part of um, why I like Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Oh yeah, Just the the Lounge Lizard version of Down with the Sickness cracks my shit up every brilliant. time I hear
0: it. I fucking yes. love that. Yeah, I have to rewatch my film. I think i have only seen it the one time. Oh yeah, we need to we need to watch that entire series is what we need to do. But yeah, it's amazing.
2: But you know what though? Uh, back to the music for this film. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. It, it, I, I wouldn't buy it. But that's just me. But it does work well for the Matrix look of the of the film. Like, yeah. The Commandos come in and they're pumping like, because they're hardcore. You know, they take no shit. You know, they've, they've finished the mission. The music plays to their strengths to a point where like, yeah, these guys might be able to, you know, figure out what's happening and clean everything up. Obviously, it won't happen. Mm-hmm. But the music does really give you that oomph that uh you know these characters these commandos need when they first storm the, the mansion
0: right yeah and mind i was 16 years old when i bought it so i probably wouldn't buy it today either but i remember i liked it a lot when it came out um, i think i actually the- ended up buying the matrix album after that the cd obviously after that i oh, love the
1: matrix the Matrix yeah. sounds pretty good
2: mm-hmm,
0: definitely. do you own
2: like a leather um like a leather uh, CD case? No, no, something oh. more like, you know, like uh like a leather gauntlet for your wrists, you know, with a
0: snap. Like it's nice <laughs> and brown. Mm, and like I a, unfortunately I don't.
2: I guess they call it is it what do they call it? Not a gauntlet, but they have like a I don't know, it just seems, you know, that's something you would wear around your wrist when you're, <laughs> you know, pounding to The in the air with your fist up, <laughs> ranging to... I, I
1: opted for the one that goes across your fist with the spikes. So I can make <laughs> oh. beat people in the face that mock my music while I'm driving around.
2: Uh, yeah, I do not like the music of this era at all.
0: <laughs> oh man,
1: <laughs> what, what is wrong all. with you? You do not appreciate the angry white boy polka. What's wrong with you?
2: You know what? I like Ramstein which I'm surprised oh, yes. this wasn't That's in the amazing. film since uh, this was a British and uh, German collaboration. Hmm. Um, I'm surprised it didn't. Do Haasen make this
0: soundtrack? Come on. Oh, what a great song. <laughs> Why <laughs> I not? I yes. like them. I don't know if you're joking or not, but I genuinely like no, them. No, no. So. <laughs> I, I
2: legit like them this time. I actually, as a nerd, after Do came out like in 98, I yeah, went to my uh, local CD store and imported a whole bunch of German CDs, oh, like forty-five oh. bucks a CD, I I don't have them
0: anymore, so I just like to burn money. Wow, so you've been the same your whole life, pretty much. Oh yeah,
2: not, <laughs> I have not matured since thirteen. <laughs> we can tell. It's oh, no, fantastic. I have I love not it. matured in the least.
0: <laughs> I'm a fucking prize. Amen. <laughs> so I remember jumping like a little child the very first time the um the zombie floating in the water like opens her eyes and puts her hand on the glass yes. um but watching it this time it did nothing to me and then i was like oh so these jump scares aren't gonna bother me but then like every jump scare after that i jumped and so i don't know what it was about that one i think that one is is kind of just so memorable that i remembered it and i didn't really remember the rest and so they got me um but did the, the, the jump scares get you guys at all or have you seen it enough where you remembered all of them and they didn't affect you at all
2: Apart from the the girl in the in the water, mm-hmm. um, watching the first time, I'm sure I jumped. Um, I can't think of any of jump scares in this film. Like, no, I'm watching this, you know, with a bowl of popcorn, not one kernel fell out. Uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't think of any jump scares that really affected me.
0: Okay, I I know I can think of um, just a couple off. Well, I can think of one offhand, but I know there's been, I know there was at least two because that's when I ended up writing down my next note. But I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, but it's just basically zombies ap- appearing out of nowhere. Out of the two I can remember, but
1: yeah, the the guard that got eaten by the dogs.
0: Yes, yes. I
1: for I'd completely forgotten about him. Mm-hmm.
2: So he got me this time. Good. But, oh, I, I did. I guess get startled when I saw the
0: nipple. I'm Like, holy shit, that's a nipple. Got <laughs> <laughs> the remote rewind. Oh, yep, I was right. It's a nipple. <laughs> oh, Free freeze. <laughs> Exactly. Oh man. So, the first action sequence um i thought I thought it was really well done and again that's when the music kind of really shined for me with the metal soundtrack being just just spot on um and uh it comes later in the film than I remember, and that's said. Uh, the Red Queen scene came a lot earlier than I thought it did in the film, um, but I'm surprised because the Red Red Queen film hits or Red Queen scene hits, and then it's after that where we get kind of our first action sequence, our first zombie scene, mm-hmm. um, and I just I didn't remember it lining up that way, and uh, but I think it works well.
2: Yeah, because like at this point, you know, half the team of commandos they're they're killed in that corridor, right? And, you know. And then the zombies come out because as soon as they zap uh, Queenie, that's Mm -hmm. where all the fail-saves open up and all the doors get unlocked and that's where they all pile out. So really uh, all this is from their own doing, you know? Right. Um, But, you know, I I did like the opening zombie just the Mm -hmm. way that, you know, I Like seeing a zombie film where people don't know they're zombies, even though it's obviously a zombie,
0: right? Like, hey,
2: you wait, no, stop. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so yeah, so I really like it. And plus, knowing that you know, the commandos that are left is the really uh powerful rain, and then it's the really uh scaredy cat Kaplan who kind of you know, you know, bites a bullet himself later on, and gets you know, gets his courage. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, kind of follows very similar tropes to other movies. You know? Um, now, can I think of one on top of my head? No. But it just, it, it's got a bit of that, I've seen this before, but just not in this scenario. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's tr- interesting. I didn't get that feeling, I guess, as I was watching it. But, looking back on it, I, yeah. And I think that's kind of my, really my only big complaint about the film, is that it just, it doesn't, um doesn't really do anything to set itself apart, to make it amazing or to make it excellent. You know what I mean? Um, But the
2: only problem with that is that nowadays, yes, but back then there was really not that many zombie movies. So like back then, this was the fucking pinnacle. Like I remember Mm -hmm. watching this over and over. Like I used to pop this in a DVD player when girls would come over so we could start making up because we'd get scared. Like this was (laughs) a go-to film back then because there weren't that many – you know, mainstream yeah. of of this kind.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Dawn of the Dead remake didn't even come out until 2004.
2: Right, so a, couple couple later, so exactly. a couple
1: years later. Exactly. Yeah, and
2: then it spiraled out from there. But yeah. Yep. Like, can you think of a previous zombie film that really had a, a much of an impact in the theaters? But no, I, I think
0: it was this and, and Dawn of the Dead that kind of kicked off the whole zombie resurgence, or Kind of, right? Yeah. Renaissance, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, because like, 28 Days it,
1: Later came...
2: Ooh, that's a good one, too. That well, did, but it, that's it not a zombie film. It the
1: same oh. year as this.
0: And that, okay. Yeah, and that's not a zombie film, anyway. but
1: Yeah, but it didn't come to no, in the U.S. until a year later. It was released in England in 2002, but it didn't hit the U.S. until... Yeah. so But yeah. But yeah, even then, most people don't regard that as a zombie film,
0: right?
1: Film, but it has all the it follows all the zombie tropes.
0: Yeah.
2: You know? yeah. So, so like, I, I think one. like you know, zombies were in the in the deep background because mm-hmm. like wasn't at this point in time mostly vampires? Was Twilight? Uh, Didn't Twilight, Twilight was start about of now? the
1: Rings? Lord of the Rings was the big one that it just came out in two thousand one. So it oh, okay. kind of started that kind of epic sci fi binge.
0: Yeah, I don't so, think twilight wasn't until like late 2000s was it that late because yeah, it was i think times? so maybe but mid at least you know with lord of the rings and this
2: kind of nerd yeah, culture Two thousand eight. yeah oh wait yeah huh? okay so yeah so i find nerd nerd culture kind of formed like what we know it as today mm-hmm. really back then that's where it really got its roots right you know, or became more mainstream like you walk around with people yes. wearing you know, umbrella t shirts and like I own what? No, it's a gym shirt, but you know, back in the day, I would
0: probably wear that kind of stuff. Right. And I was lucky enough to go through high school during that time. So it was awesome.
2: You're awesome.
0: Finally, somebody said it. And I was waiting for <laughs> it so I could move on. <laughs> Christ. Uh, I love, um, so I love when we realized like like Alice is just this badass security operative um, when she just pulls out this roundhouse kick to the, to kill the zombie right in the head. Uh, She kicks him right in the head. I thought that was awesome. And then the fucking, like she runs to the wall and does the wall kick to the dog, which I just, I marked out for hardcore. I loved that. I thought it was so badass. Um, I love how we kind of discover that about her. I thought that was really cool and really well done.
2: Yeah, and again, you know, kudos to the Matrix. That that this was like yes. her bullet time moment, you know? Yep, exactly. Not in the same vein, but it was like her slow motion, you know, wall wall kick, which right. she she fucking blew it out of the out of the yeah. park. Like she looked really awesome. That was like that was a markup mm-hmm. moment.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely right. Um, and I, f- I love when finally Alice takes over because you can just uh, you have that feeling about her for most of the film, and then finally she steps in and and takes charge. Um, it just it feels so natural for her. She is a leader, and um, you know it's time to go. And so then she you know starts rebooting Red Queen and and so on and so forth. But um, I just I, I love that, and I love watching her kick ass in slow motion, which is obviously you know something that you'll you know have to uh, get from the Matrix series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Matrix had a huge impact on this series. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I love the line. Um, Rain says, "When I get out of here, I think I'm going to get laid." And then the dude says, "You might want to clean up a little bit." First. <laughs> I, <hate it. laughs> I love Rain's humor throughout the entire film. Um, she is just a sarcastic ass, and I absolutely love her for it. Yeah, she's tough, but she's funny. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And her 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 makeup, her makeup, uh, the way she looks, just that degradation to. What she's eventually going to become is, mm-hmm. I think, so well done, so specific throughout the film, and then finally at the end with the final turn, I think it's just so great. One of the cooler scenes that she's in is mm-hmm. when they're in the scaffolding and she's bleeding. Yes, and she's bleeding.
2: You know, her, you just see like her hand dripping, right. and then you see like you know the the cast of zombies under her. And they're just, like, you know, grasping for blood sh- uh, blood sp- um, drops. Right. Uh, I thought that was a really cool scene in the film.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, re- that's a great moment. Absolutely love that. I just wanted to hug her and give her a bendy. <laughs> uh. I love how they got rid of um, – I liked uh, the, the liquors uh, – Climax, I guess, or conclusion, if you will. Um, I thought it looked pretty good. Obviously, the creature we already talked about didn't look that great, but I thought, uh, kind of the ending there looked good with the, uh, you know, c- catching the tongue in the grate, opening the door, watching it catch on fire and then closing the grate and then just watching it burn. Um, you know, it didn't, the CGI wasn't excellent, but it wasn't distractingly bad. I didn't think. Um, and so, you know, I thought that was just a, a good, a good way to conclude the liquor's k- arc. Um, I just wish that we maybe had more of the liquor. Um, I feel like if that's your main bad guy, I just, I kind of wanted to see him more, which it's not really your main bad guy, but they kind of act like it is at the end there. So I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I have a question. Uh, the liquor, is, is that uh, the uh, liquor that's in the front? <laughs> or in the-
1: actually that was the liquor from the bottom.
2: Ah! Oh, ah. Uh. I'm sweating.
0: <laughs> oh, that that went over my head. Um. L- liquor in the front? Uh, yeah. Liqu- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm 13. <laughs> I said I <it>
0: was 13. <laughs> 15, okay.
2: So Every time oh, no. you're mentioning liquor in your little monologue there, yeah. I'm giggling to myself. So I <laughs> Toes curling in anticipation to see my mind.
1: <laughs> You've probably been thinking about this for like, Days haven't you? Yeah, I know.
0: Uh, <laughs> Liquor in the front. <laughs> God. <laughs> move on. Uh. Uh. Yes, move on, please. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that it, it, it bothers when we hear them call it raccoon instead of raccoon? Because I always call it the raccoon city.
1: Well, they're both the same,
2: you know. Words, just
0: I know, and it pisses me the fuck off. It's not raccoon. <laughs> it, it, it was it the Red Queen who said that. Um, I heard it when they after like the Nemesis program. So at the very end, um, they're well, talking they're, about. They're like uh, not
1: even something. Americans. They're like Europeans. So they don't even uh, have raccoons over
2: there. <laughs> I, I, I've never, you know, what? I didn't notice yeah. somebody pronouncing raccoon. Uh, that would bug me if I would have heard it. I probably have a popcorn bottle. Um, oh, thank you. Oh, it,
0: it's, it's raccoon. Raccoon. Thank you. Good. I'm glad Cle- that's cleared up. Uh, yeah. Um, at the end there. The uh, I, at the end there I thought it was so I hate <laughs> watching people pull like medical apparatus apparatus out of their fucking body I was like oh yeah. my god I, I thought she was going out naked that. just like the way she came in the but her head.
2: yes it, exactly it just looked so like a big gauge and it felt mm-hmm. it felt so long yeah so yeah you, you kind of wince I uh, I'm in the
0: same boat mhm um one one kind of last thing I'll mention that I thought uh, you know, a lot of movies use it and it's kind of, uh, an easy, like a, uh, just an easy way to add tension. Um, and it is, but I thought it really helped in this film was that element of time that the characters had to get out or they were trapped forever, you know, or whatever. Um, I thought that was a really important element to the film that added to the tension. It made it a lot more heightened. Whereas if it wasn't there, I feel like it would have been lacking pretty severely.
2: I think the only thing that could have made it better is to have them or their escape in real time. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool, you know? Absolutely. Um, so let's say they had to do like an underwater part where they had to, you know, swim underwater and then the audience holds their breath as they hold their breath. So like, oh, I held my breath like them. I could survive this. No, you can't. You know? <laughs> but I think the I do like the real-time gimmick in general. Um, so Thanks, I think yeah. that would have
0: heightened it a bit. But... Yeah.
2: I'm just nitpicking.
0: No, that would be a very cool idea. So, any other – anything else to add there, Mark? Um,
2: The few facts I do have from the film. um, So, when they're going – so, they enter through the mansion and then they start going downstairs and whatnot. Right. Um, That's not actually a set. But at the time, I guess, in Germany, they were – I believe this was something in Berlin. They were building their uh, underground – like their subway. So oh. all they did was put a few like uh, umbrella corporation signs up, mm-hmm. and they just used you know um, the unfinished tunnels and and and, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, and step and stairs to simulate them going further down in the hive uh, hive, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, as well for the zombies, they cast a lot of dancers oh. uh, to play zombies just because they have better control of their bodies. And that one scene where you see a zombie walking on a rolled ankle—that's, oh yeah. The, yeah, you know he's holding a—he's yeah. holding an axe. Yeah,
0: you um, see the, the dragging.
2: Yeah, that's actually uh, a guy who can actually do that. So there was no CGI there. That's mm-hmm. the guy's actual leg. He's looking like it snapped. Um, the guy, I guess, is uh, limb. Uh, I guess he's uh, uh, limbic enough. Limb. Uh, anyways. Uh, he can do that to his <laughs> leg. Yeah, I don't know wow. the to word, but yeah. So that's uh, that was kind of cool. Um, now I haven't confirmed this online, but Mila did say in the commentary that if the movie is a success, she'd get breast implants. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't believe she needs breast implants. I no, like I how totally she is. Bad. I don't, I don't know. know if she got the surgery because of the hit that the film became, but mm-hmm. she did write that, or she did say that out loud on the commentary. Um, oh, what well, do think it was really funny? So, oh, first of all, it's not Mila Jovovich. <laughs> it's Jovovich. with the with, oh, with, uh, okay. Yeah. So even Michelle Rodriguez, who they spent months together filming. Right. Kept pronouncing her name incorrectly at the beginning <laughs> of, the, of the commentary. So there's a bit of a rant about how it's pronounced Jovovich and not Jovovich. <laughs> But uh, as well, so Mila was talking about how they want, they should clone Michelle Rodriguez and get her back in a sequel. And then see. And then she <laughs> says, I don't really like sequels too much, though. Says the girl has been in <laughs> five Fast and Furious films, right? Oh, that's hilarious. I can't recall if, if Michelle comes back in this film, because I know some
0: characters do die and come back.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't recall if she does or not.
0: Um, you know, remember. I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. So we'll just have to see as we go. Yeah,
2: and uh, and talking about uh, Colin Salmon, um, the guy who plays one in the film, when he dies uh, in the chamber from the Red Queen, you know when he when the chamber the laser turns into like a grid. Yeah, that's a direct homage slash ripoff from the Canadian horror film called Cube, which they mentioned the movie. Which not a huge fan of the film. Yeah, me either you know, I think it, the concept's cooler than the actual execution mm-hmm. but they took that from that film
0: and uh, that's pretty much it excellent i don't know how to, i i don't know how i didn't catch that cuz i have definitely seen cube but that's yeah, interesting
2: I, and it's got like two or three sequels i think it's got a cube 0 and a cube 2 yes um, i think you're right yep yeah
0: hmm excellent all right so ash what are your concluding thoughts on resident evil and your star rating uh,
1: well, um, I think some of it's held up pretty good. Um, I mean, for a video game adaptation, you know, a film adaptation of a video game rather of a game series that was based off of B grade horror films in the first place. Uh, I think it, you know, still came out pretty good. It's more of an action film than a horror film, uh, which is both good and bad. Um, I think you know, Jovovich pretty much carries the film throughout, and I think the reason that they kept bringing her back and all the others. They decided to make um I I didn't remember I, I remember Michelle Rodriguez having more of a presence. Um and I thought James Pierfoy was kind of with, almost. I mean he's mm-hmm. just kind of there, you know, lurking. Right. Uh, and uh I don't know. Um there you know, Anderson uses a lot of the shots that he likes, you know, like he used in Event Horizon and he'll end up using like throughout, and it was kinda it's still a lot of fun. Uh
0: so I gave it Excellent. And how about you, Mark? What are your final thoughts and your star rating for Resident Evil? Um, I think it holds up. Um, After watching the film,
2: I was very excited for the sequel. I remember Mm -hmm. being let down by the sequel because of what I hoped the film would become. Right. Um, So best of my knowledge, I think this is the high point of the series. Um, Oh, no, no, no.
1: no. isn't.
2: Yeah, (laughs) but (laughs) Oded who? Yeah, he's the guy that was in the The Mummy.
1: Yeah, the mummy. mummy yeah, um,
2: I just don't remember me. I, they they kind of all blend in after a yeah, while because they become you. so far fetched. Um, so I think we've, <laughs> best of my knowledge, um, I think that this film is the pinnacle of the
0: series. Um, you know what this sounds remarkably similar to? Uh, Our very first episode of the Saw series arc. <laughs> oh, probably. You know,
2: hey, fuck, if. Uh, <laughs> If, if Costas Mandalore
0: oh, no, yes, no, no, no,
2: no, I would, I no. would, oh my god, I would, <laughs> I would pr- announce my my love to, to Costas Mandalore on a YouTube video <laughs> if he shows up in this film and survives. <sighs> I, I I don't want I, I don't want no fucking zombie detective uh, uh, Hoffman. I, I want right. a fucking survivor detective Hoffman because you know why? He's a survivor. <laughs> amen um, brother I, re- I really hope he's in the next Saw film I don't know <laughs> if he is or not I really hope he is um, oh man rest uh. in peace Detective Hoffman um, <laughs> but uh, yeah no I, I just I just don't think I'm going to enjoy any more of this f- series as much as I did this one um, but I'm curious to watch these again so I'm, I'm not uh, you know, down on the series I just think the first one was the best and then just kind of tapers off as it gets convoluted with its storyline Um, so I'm going to give this one, uh, I give it three out of the
0: five, but I think it deserves two and a half. I'm going to give it three out of four stars. Perfect. Yeah. So if you go back on the website, um, the, I created a, a solo podcast that I entitled Cinefessions. That's where the whole new name came from and everything. Um, so this was pre the Cinefessions podcast. Um, but this was the series I was trying to arcing through, uh, but then my uh, my grandfather passed away and then a week later my grandmother passed away. And so that kind of took everything and it just stopped it. Um, but I remember really liking this one and then really disliking the next one. But if you're interested in hearing my thoughts on it back then, definitely check out the website. It'll be in the very back of the – uh, archives of the podcast archives, but they do exist on the website somewhere. So if you're interested, you can check it out. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, I've seen Resident Evil a good number of times now, and I just I really enjoy it still. Um, I think I liked it even more this time than I have in the past because I was able to catch a lot of the things that for whatever reason I missed before in terms of the story, um, it just all made a lot more sense this time through. Uh, the action is really well directed. Um, I thought it was a ton of fun to watch. The acting does exactly what it needs to in an action horror film with a special nod to uh, Jovovich, who is really good in this. Um, See, we're taking notes and saying her name right now. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil is not a deep film by any stretch, and it isn't trying to be. It's an action horror hybrid that has a ton of ass kicking at the zombie's expense, and I love it for that reason. So I am also giving Resident Evil three out of four stars. So a very rare time when all three of us give the film <laughs> the same star rating. So
2: I would love to listen to that early podcast. And oh, it's terrible. But- out of five stars. I'm like, how is that even possible, young Yu? <laughs> that's what you did then. You're very enthusiastic. I miss oh, you. Oh,
0: man. I miss you.
2: <laughs> I miss young you.
0: Oh, my God. Excellent. So let's move on to round 12 of the besting the backlog challenge, where we try to conquer our personal backlogs one week at a time. So, as a reminder, for this feature, each one of us will take a look at the other's unwatched pile, be it their home video collections or one of their streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Instant Video, or Voodoo, and pick one film the other hasn't seen yet and challenge them to watch that film before the next podcast, where they then give a quick review of that film. So, for round 12, Ash, you are watching Stitches as picked by me. I am watching Scott Pilgrim versus the World, or I did watch Scott Pilgrim versus the World as picked by Mark. And Ash, you picked uh Transcers Five, Sudden Death for Mark to watch last week. So <laughs> I call it Transfers Five Gimmick Infringement. Well, that's okay. <laughs> I saw your post about the cover or the po I don't know if it was a poster or cover art or whatever it was, but that was interesting.
2: Yeah, I'm like I am like that face looked familiar and I yeah. I just and I don't like that face, <laughs> and, and I remember being ignorant and not watching from beyond because the dVD art looked horrible um mm-hmm. now what I posted was a nicer version of it, but I saw something that looked really shitty, and that's what I had seen in person. I'm like, this looks dumb um yeah, um but then uh, uh, one of my uh instagram uh followers. Uh, tweeted me that maybe the painting is like a, uh, you know, it's like one of those like, you know, pain, you can use it type of things. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you, what you call it in a long day today, but, uh, (laughs) I'm thinking why would you want to use it? That's not very nice to begin with, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah. And honestly, the big face has nothing to do with transfers five. Oh, okay. It was just there to make it look prettier. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, because there was no big face in the film. (laughs) Well, go ahead and continue talking about Transfers 5 then.
2: Oh, Okay, so I was going to watch it with Melissa and she's like, well, they need to watch Transfers 4. And I'm like, yeah, probably. (laughs) She didn't have to. She didn't have to and I'll tell you why. Uh, The the runtime is, I believe, only 84 minutes. Uh, Let me just go back here. Yeah, thank God. Um, Runtime. It's not showing me here. Okay, well it, it's it's short. It's like eighty-four or seventy-four minutes. Well, the first ten minutes of the film is a fucking recap of Transfer's four. So <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, it's an hour and thirteen minutes long. So the first ten minutes oh, wow. is a recap. So the film really, with end credits, is an hour and three minutes long.
0: <laughs> that's fucking that's, amazing.
2: That's what happens when you film back to back movies in Romania. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so they could have put Transfers four and five together, and make you know uh, maybe a decent film. This film, it's funny. It sucks, but I like it more than Transfers four. And the reason for this, and I don't have it written down because ah oh, here it is. So Jack, he's still stuck in this medieval uh, world and has to head back to his homeworld, right? So, to do that, he needs to find a Tiamond, which okay. is a time diamond. <laughs> a Tiamond. Oh, man. Shoot me. And the Tiamond <laughs> is in a place called the Castle of Unrelenting Terror. <laughs> That's amazing. It's called, oh, you can't go to the Castle of Unrelenting Terror. <laughs> oh, yes, I can't have to head back home. Holy fuck. Really? No oh, man. Castle unrun Okay, so he gets there and oh it's all these billy dancer girls. Oh, so the monster will you know y- you'll you'll fuck these girls forever, not realize time is passing by, and then you'll you know you'll never you're oblivious to the world and you'll die. So he's like, you know, I'm ha you know I'm having How long have I been here? You know, he's making all these chicks, and he's like, Oh, and a few minutes won't hurt, you know, and time is bad. And then he sees all these corpses, he's like, wait a minute. These corpses, people have stayed here forever, haven't eaten, and they just wither away and die because these <laughs> girls are falling. Dude, it is horrible. Then there's like an evil Ash situation where Jack is facing evil Jack because he's facing his fears. Spoiler alert, he gets back home safe in the story. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> I, uh, that said, though, because it's so fucking stupid, I liked it more than four because it's shorter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hilarious.
2: <laughs> Um, it's like Puppet Master four and five. They're actually decent. Transfers four and five sucks balls. Uh, I give it. I don't remember what I gave transfers four, but I give you know half a point higher to transfers five. So let's give it a point and a half. So one and a half transfers out of uh, four. (laughs) This stupid movie. Oh man, fucking dumb. (laughs) I hope your movies are better.
0: I hope so. (laughs) Ash, go ahead and talk about stitches.
1: Okay, um, alright, so Stitches is about a birthday party gone wrong, where the clown <laughs> ends up dead, and the kid who had the birthday party is cursed to have Stitches return should he ever throw another party. So, almost a decade later, and in high school, and stupid, along with a whole bunch of trauma after watching the clown die, the all happens, and he hosts another birthday party while his mom's out of town. And the clown comes back the very next day. Um, it's not terrible. It's not great. There's some really funny moments, some really insanely gory moments, but yeah. it it doesn't manage to thread that thin line between the two that they managed to, like, say, Army of Darkness or Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, it I, I think if they'd gone one way or the other with it, it would have been a better movie. It's just, it's kind of, so it kind of feels all over the place. Um, hmm. the idea behind it is actually kind of cool. Uh, and the whole way he comes back is kind of neat. And they've, I, I I won't spoil that, but yeah, they kind of set it up for sequels. Uh, if they, you know, want to, uh, I don't think they're going to do it anymore because I only see it. So, mm-hmm. and it was out in 2012, but I it, it, it feels a little all over the place to, for, for me to be a great film. Um, that and the scene with him and the cat really, um, (laughs) but, uh, other than that, I mean, it was, it was perfectly, it was fine. They actually had some of the teenagers, you know, some of the characters I actually liked. They weren't all horrible people. A lot of them are. And it was a lot of fun watching. He didn't spend enough time with the really horrible ones. That was, I think that was my other problem with it. It's like the ones that turned out even more terrible than they were as kids. He just kind of. Yeah, on to the next, and it was just like, "Oh, come <laughs> on! I want to see them suffer." But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sign up. Uh, I think I gave this
0: one. Okay, not bad. What would What did you give this one, Mark? Do you remember? Oh, it's high. I
2: yeah. really liked the film. I okay. thought that, uh, the death scenes were awesome in a Friday the Third or a uh, name on Elm Street way. Oh, yeah, like, I knew it, the, it the death surreal. scenes
1: were great. It's just, yeah. it's like,
2: I do think in it kind of loses a bit of steam right at the end, because I want to see more killing by the clown. Because I thought the clown was funny with one-liners. Um, I thought the way he died was awesome. I thought the gore was awesome. Like, some of the deaths, they're fucking oh the the when uh, i don't want to talk about it. shit i want to talk about it but i can't <laughs> uh, because honestly the less you know the better but just okay. know it's a comedy yeah, it's a exactly. horror film um it's not a scary horror it's more of a funny horror like maybe nightmare four or five where the kills okay. the kind of surreal silly you know like oh i'm a meatball on the pizza type of thing you know um I dug it. Uh, I think I'd highly recommend on my part. Uh, to me, it's easy at three to three and a half out of four. Like, I'll watch this every maybe 18 months or so.
0: Awesome. Well, good. that I haven't seen this one, but I picked it just because Mark um, had talked about it a lot. And so, I was, was interested to hear your take on it, Ash. So, All right. So, I will talk about Scott Pilgrim versus the world now. So, um, I'm just going to throw it out there right at the start. I think that this was one of the most overhyped pieces of trash fuck i have seen you. in you. years
2: fuck you fuck you it's a problem with the with the system here i can't he- i can't hear you yeah, i can't hear yeah. hello you're, you're hello? hello i have not even <laughs> seen the movie and it looked at least like fun are you serious
0: no i'm absolutely fucking lying oh you said <laughs> it um, you know, <laughs> i just wanted to rile you up and it worked so <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, Mark almost quit the podcast, though. That was close. I almost quit life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, this was one of those films that I figured I'd like just from the trailer, which is why I ended up buying it. Um, but I also re- uh, bought and read – I think it was the first two issues of the uh, – The I guess it's a manga series, not graphic novel, technically. I don't know. I'd say it's a graphic novel. It's like a paperback okay. graphic novel. Yeah. Okay. So, the, the graphic novel that it's based off of. Um, uh, so I, I figured I'd like this one and uh, I just never sat down and watched it for whatever, whatever reason. But boy, am I glad, Mark, that you had me watch it because it is just an absolute fucking gem. Oh, it's so great. I loved every fucking second of this movie. Uh, I love Michael Sarah. I think he does a a really good job with everything he has, even though he's playing Michael Sarah. That's fine. Um, he does a really good job with the role here. Um, he's perfect for it. Um you know, I'd watch him in almost anything because I really like him. And Juno and this one are probably my two favorites. His Super Bad, obviously another great one. Um, but I mean, he's just genuine. He's lovable. Um, and so I just, I really like watching him. Um, the supporting cast here. Is just as fantastic. So, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Mona Flowers is so great. Oh my God. She's, she's just sexy as hell. She's smart. Um, and she's just in charge for the majority of the film. And I absolutely adored her. Um, I can see why when you think Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Mark, you think Ramona Flowers. Every single um, time. Yeah, God, she's so great. Uh, and then, oh, she's awesome. Uh, but <laughs> the <laughs> uh, the way the film was edited, I mean, it was, man, Edgar Wright did such a great job here with the, the video game graphics thrown into these just absolutely over-the-top fights, which are a ton of fun to watch. Uh, the best part for me, though, has to be the soundtrack. I couldn't even wait for the film to finish before I was jumping on Amazon to see if there was a vinyl release of the soundtrack, which, by the way, there is. <laughs> and I was actually hoping to ask you, Mark, um, do you have this one on vinyl? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I was wondering because it's kind of a hefty price tag. It's like around fifty, fifty-five bucks. Um and I wasn't sure if it would be worth that or if I should just buy the thirteen dollar CD instead. But it probably either way, on vinyl. I it it well, it definitely will. Um uh, but I have it. Uh, I have the right now. I think I have the CD in my Amazon cart because the vinyl is um, I, the only way I can find the vinyl that cheap around fifty dollars is on eBay. So um, I'm, I'm debating what I'm gonna do. But oh,
2: dude, go to a, like a local record store. If anything, they can probably order it for you, and sure it should be cheaper than the uh, you know marketplace on e-
0: on eBay or Amazon. Oh, that's an interesting point. I never even thought about ha- asking them if they could order something for me. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll definitely do that. I'll have to do that this, this weekend here. Very good point. Well, thank you.
2: So quick question. Which one was your favorite ex boyfriend?
0: Oh, man. Um, let's think about it here for a second. You know, I don't, ah, man, it's so hard to, it's so hard to pick. Like, I loved, um, the music with, um, the, the twins. Okay. I think the the music that uh, like Scott Pilgrim and his band are playing is so great. So yeah. I really like that scene. Um, but um, Captain America, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. I don't remember the boyfriend's name. That Lucas scene, Lucas Lee. Lucas Lee. Yeah, that was <laughs> such a fun a fun scene too. I loved it.
2: Yeah, he's probably my favorite out of uh, yeah. all of, uh, all of X's. Um, mm-hmm. Brie Larson as Envy Adams, and when she sings that song. You know when she sings that "Hello Again," um, yes, song by by the Metric Canadian mm-hmm. band. Um, okay, it, just think about it right now. It gives me goosebumps. Like, <laughs> oh, she is so sexy, and she's powerful, and yeah, oh, I just this movie know, is so much
0: fun. Yeah, absolutely. I oh man, and and fucking vegan police. I mean, <laughs> come the fuck on. How does he get better than vegan police? Oh, Thomas so Jane. great.
2: Thomas Jane, an uncredited yes.
0: role. Oh, bro, I, That's Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. You're absolutely yeah. right, though.
2: Yeah. Wow. And the other guy, uh forget his name, but he's in like Pacific Rim. He was in Triple Nine. Um, so he's a well known actor as well. Okay. His name escapes me right now, but uh, oh, Clifton wow. Collins Jr.
0: <laughs> okay. The name doesn't sound familiar, but yeah, I'm but sure you've seen him.
2: Yeah. I'm sure you've seen him before. Mm
0: hmm. Oh, um, okay. Have you seen the movie The Stone Age? No, I haven't.
2: Okay, this is right then.
0: Okay. <laughs> um but Ash, I implore you, you will enjoy this film. I am almost certain you should definitely check this one out. Um but yeah, I I mean I absolutely loved it. I cannot wait to watch it again and again and again. Um so thank you Mark for introducing this ridiculously entertaining film into my heart. Um I'm I'm giving Scott Pilgrim versus the World four out of 4 stars. No. Was, I mean, it it I just it hit every Everything that I like, like, you know, was to be found somewhere in there. I just, I loved it.
2: Yeah, I've got a movie poster. And, you know, I think I downloaded uh, the soundtrack at the time. Oh, uh, just, okay. It's going on vinyl. Like, the movie is just so good. There's not a weak spot in it. Like Right. Edgar Wright just, I, I not, this is why I wish Edgar Wright did Ant-Man. As much as I loved Ant-Man, mm-hmm. imagine his spin on it. Oh, Right. He, has he made a bad film?
0: Uh, I, not that i've seen i mean I, like i think the lowest rated film i've given of his is hot fuzz and i gave that eight out of ten on imdb like yeah. i i love his movies
2: yeah like just this is he, right he up there with shot. On, yeah
0: favorite.
2: he hits me right in like the same
0: wave like the perfect it yeah i just love his stuff Mm-hmm. just love it no absolutely um ash are you an edgar wright fan yeah Okay, you you need to watch this movie. I I literally have it in my cart, like I'm about to buy it for you. Like you you need to you need to see this. Yeah, I, it's I don't own it. Yeah, you'll I, enjoy it. Are you banging this steelbook? You know, I was looking at it. And I was like, maybe I'll send him mine, and and I'll get the steelbook for myself because I do like it. But no, I didn't have this. I I don't have the steelbook.
2: Honestly, hold off. Wait for the 4K when it finally comes out.
0: Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Rob, right. sure, because that movie in 4K, it would look great. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Definitely. Heck yeah. Yeah, but thank you, Mark. I mean, this this was, this was so good. I just loved it.
2: Don't thank me. You already owned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes we just need to kick in the pants, you know?
0: Yep, exactly. You, you need to see Scott Pilgrim. I needed to see Transfers 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both equally important. Absolutely right. <laughs> totally. So, for yeah. next week, we are actually picking for ourselves again – um, I don't know if either do either of you know what you're picking yet? Yippers. Okay, Mark, what are you watching for next week? Finishing off the series transfer S- Transfer six. So Tag this is line, the last
2: one? The last one that I know of. Okay. The tagline is different sex, same death. So is that really,
0: that's the tagline. Okay. That is the fucking
2: tagline. It's from 2013, according to this year, or pardon me, 2002, but released on DVD in 2013. So it's a, it's, it's a long time after the, uh, after five, because five was done in 94. Um, so Jack Death now goes back in time again. And like it was mentioned in the previous films, if you go back in time, you can't inhabit. Um, your own body, but a body of a relative. So, apparently, he inhabits his uh, daughter's body, Josephine. And uh, they have to uh, survive zombie-like transfers. So, yeah, I'm not excited at all for this. Um, but <laughs> I feel I need to commit to the gimmick and uh, finish it off. So, yeah, they have a new director six. So. Yeah, and I don't even know if Tim Thomason's in this one. I don't see his name anywhere, but he's uh, in the background of some cover
0: art. So, Oh, okay. I'll
2: let you know next week.
0: Excellent. Looking forward to it. I'm And, um, yeah. And uh, so, (laughs) one of the (laughs) final... One of the vinyls that I got for Christmas was the From Beyond vinyl, um, which is, is absolutely gorgeous. It's so awesome looking. It's got like this, uh, neon pink and black thing going on. Again, watch the YouTube video, be able to see it there. Uh, but it's from Waxwork Records. And I've actually not seen the film. I bought it strictly for the cover art, Ooh. and so I am going to correct that because I do own the Scream Factory Collector's Edition of that film. So I am going to watch From Beyond for next week. Barbara Crampton. Oh yes, I'm excited. Oh I'm yes, excited. If you I like Reanimator, so. you'll like this one. Yeah, and I absolutely love Reanimator. So mm. awesome! All right, Ash, what about you? What are you watching for next week? Okay.
1: All right, so I'm torn between Deadfall, which has Eric Bana and Olivia Wilde and Charlie Hunnam in it, Ooh. Um, or Kagamusha, which is um, one of Akira Kurosawa's samurai epics.
2: I love Kajagugu.
1: You you what?
2: I love Kajagugu. Their song, Too Shy Shy, Hush Hush, Eye to Eye, is a great 80s anthem. So I'd go with the second
0: one for the 80s music. Or <laughs> <Kajigugu. laughs> <laughs> this is, this is another music reference that's going over my head. That's um, okay.
2: <laughs> There'll be, be about I'm six gonna, people gonna, that will know this. Right.
1: I'm, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with the Olivia Wilde, Eric Bana, Charlie Hunnam mashup with.
0: <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> man. All right, perfect. I just just don't know that
1: I'm up for a two-hour and 40-minute Samurai epic this week. Right,
2: (laughs) exactly. It just screams winter watch, huh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excellent. So just to recap, for next week, Ash is watching Deadfall. I am watching From Beyond, and Mark is finishing his Transfers series with Transfers 6. Different 6, same death. (laughs) (laughs) That's just so ridiculous. It is.
2: It's, it's That's why I love full moon movies. Yeah. It's like you want to collect them, you just want to watch them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, that will be that for this week. So, remember next week we will be back with Resident Evil Apocalypse from 2004. So, make sure if you're following along, you watch that one before next Friday. Also, if you have a question for the three of us here at the Cinefessions Podcast, please hit us up on Twitter using the hashtag InFilmWeTrust for all of your questions you'd like us to answer here on the show, and we're going to do our best to answer them all. Again, make sure you tweet at us using the hashtag InFilmWeTrust, and if for some reason you're not on Twitter, call us at 1-302-448-TALK, or email us at contact.cinefessions.com for any question of the week options. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play or wherever else it is that you might be listening to us. Positive reviews help us reach a larger audience, which we'd really appreciate. So, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Ash, for joining me again in 2017. It was great to talk with you guys again. It's been a couple of weeks since we talked last, so it's always good to talk. Yes, we all sound older. Absolutely. Can't argue with you there. That's just a fact. So. All right. So I want to thank everyone for listening to the 75th episode of the Cinefessions podcast. And remember, in film we trust. We'll catch you next time.